Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the chat on the Christ and Counterculture podcast. It's your girl, Nicole Marie, and I'm so glad that you guys decided to tune in with me on today's episode. So um, if you have not had the opportunity, please check out the film When They See Us. It's a Netflix series produced and directed by Ava DuVernay, and um, it's just a phenomenal show overall. It reflects on the Central Park Five, and it actually tells a story from the gentleman's point of view that were actually um, falsely accused of the rape of a woman in New York during the 90s. So I watched the film about a week ago and it actually sparked conversation between me and like a group of my homegirls in reference to just the psychological effects and the trauma that these young men experience because of just how everything unravels in the show. So definitely take the opportunity to watch that if you haven't. But not only did the show spark conversation between me and my homegirls, but it actually caused me to be um, conscientious of how the show actually affected my own mental health state, my emotions, and that caused me to want to have the conversation today regarding mental health awareness. While I was watching the show, I actually found myself getting very emotional. You know, I went through a whole slew of emotions from anger to sadness to just frustration, outrage, and total disappointment. Um I'm not going to do I'm not going to spoil the show for anyone that hasn't watched it but I was definitely mindful of how the show triggered my emotions and I think that that is important for us to have a conversation about regarding our mental health and the experiences that we have as individuals, the experience that we experience as African Americans as a collective and how those traumas actually affect our mental health state. And I want to offer a little bit of advice and share, you know, some practices that I have used in order to keep myself in a good mental health space. And um, yeah, so we're going to be discussing mental health today. A lot of our stress, anxiety, and fears are caused by our thoughts what we're thinking about. And I just want to let you know that you have control over the thoughts that are running rampant in your mind. And if you feel like you don't, you can gain control over the thoughts that are running wild in your mind, especially when you're under stress, in a place of distress and a lot of our stress is caused by us feeling like we aren't in control of a situation and we're overthinking or we just detach ourselves and totally shut down altogether. You know, people handle those cer certain situations um, differently. So I just want to let you know that regardless of whatever your thoughts are, 
you have control over those thoughts. And you can gain control over those thoughts. Um, One way that helped me to understand this, I heard this quote by Dr. Creflo Dollar. And he said that you don't cast down thoughts with thoughts. You cast down thoughts with the word of God. You don't cast down thoughts with thoughts. You cast down thoughts with the word of God. And that really resonated to me because it allowed me to understand that I need to get out of my own head when it comes to handling different situations, when it comes to not allowing myself to feel anxious or fearful based on the thoughts that are going on in my own mind. Now, this isn't like when you are like in imminent fear, something that's physically going on in front of you. I'm saying like when you're stressing and you're worrying, that whole what if, oh, what if this happens? What if that doesn't happen? How can I get a hold on this, this, that, and the other or whatever's going on? Just know, like, take control. You, you, you are able to take control of your thoughts. And don't allow your thoughts to constantly, your mind just to race and run. So the way that I handle that was actually quoting scripture and taking time to get into my Bible to find scriptures to help me overcome whatever troubles that I was facing, whatever worries that I was having. So I want to take the time to share with you a few scriptures related to fear and anxiety with hope that you can meditate on these scriptures and quote these scriptures to yourself and maybe they will help you. They will give you a sense of peace. They absolutely help give me a sense of peace. So I'm just going to offer them to you. So 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Know that you are powerful. You are love. And your mind is at peace. You can think rationally. You have wisdom and understanding. And you have clarity for whatever situation it is that you will face. Or that you are facing. That is 2 Timothy 1 and 7. If you're dealing with anxiety, so anxiety is you worrying or you're apprehensive and just eager and just nervous for something that has yet to happen or something that you are about to encounter or face, or you may actually be in the moment of facing. So Philippians 4, 6 and 7 says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. Another scripture is 1 Peter 5 and 7 which states, cast all your cares, anxiety, worry on God, for he cares for you. 
So this these scriptures brought me to a place of peace. And I'm praying that they will bring you to a place of peace in knowing that God cares for you. He wants you to pray and cast your cares on him. And in that, you should experience peace from the spirit and knowing that God loves you. He cares for you. And everything is going to be okay. And if you're dealing with thoughts and past from your past experiences, trauma experience from past experiences, know that you are not a victim. You are victorious. Let go of your past experiences and do not allow those thoughts and memories to hold you in bondage. Do not allow those thoughts and memories to hold you captive. Do not be in bondage to anything. And being in bondage or captive to anything is pretty much you just being controlled by those memories, by those thoughts, you being controlled by those emotions, you being controlled by bad habits such as drugs and alcoholism, you being controlled by the dysfunction that you've previously experienced in your family relationships, in your friendships, um, or you, the negative environment at work, you being controlled by that. And another scripture says that it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm. Then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. That is Galatians 5 and 1. And that is just the word telling you, don't allow yourself to be enslaved, to be bound, to be captive by past negative experiences, by negative thoughts, by your emotions, or any type of negative behaviors from your past or dysfunction that you've experienced. Because Christ died in order for you to be free from all of that. And you are not what has happened to you. You are not a victim of anything that has happened to you. You are victorious. You are the righteousness of God and you are loved by God. And God's grace is new and sufficient every single day. And we who are believers find peace in that. Also, I watch like sermons on YouTube regularly throughout the week just to keep myself in a good headspace and just to, you know, keep the word um, of God on my mind and in my spirit. So um, this past week, I watched a sermon by Pastor Keon Henderson, and it was entitled Taking My Thoughts Back. So if anybody, you know, is that something that you're interested in, definitely, you know, check it out. But he said something that really resonated with me. And Pastor Henderson said, the enemy of your imagination is not what will happen to you but what has already happened to you. And I'm going to say that again. The enemy of your imagination is not what will happen to you, but what has already happened to you. And that really resonated with me because when you're thinking about mental health, you think about um, 
fear and anxiety. And a lot of times, trauma from our past lived experiences causes us to operate in fear and anxiety. And we have to get to an understanding of what is triggering us. And a lot of times we are triggered based off a sense of a similar experience, a next similar, a negative experience that we have had in our past in any shape, form, or fashion. And I just want to encourage and challenge you all to be mindful of those triggers. If you have no idea what triggers you, you know, I always say um, also there's no such thing as coincidence. Nobody does that. You don't behave the way that you do for any reason. Like that's just not who you are. Um, We are often shaped and molded based on our environment, social aspects, our upbringing, and we we learn certain behaviors. We learn how to respond to certain behaviors. And um, innately within us is that fight or flight that we have when it comes to dealing with fear, when it comes to dealing with confrontation. And I just want to encourage you all to take the time to self-reflect and figure out what triggers you and how have you behaved and responded to those triggers in the past. And if they are negatively, probably I would encourage you to get a journal and try to write them down, write down your thoughts and how your thoughts and your feelings and how certain instances and experiences in certain situations have caused you to feel and how you've responded to those experiences. And if they are negative experiences and you're responding negatively towards towards those experiences, if there's anger, you know, um, anger a lot of times is a result of fear and anxiety about something. And just be mindful of those triggers and try to find a way that works for you in order for you to respond more positive, positively to certain negative experiences that you are facing in your life. So I know, for instance, for me, um, I can get anxious about certain things. I have... I have not been clinically diagnosed with anxiety, but I am mindful and conscientious of myself. I'm very self-aware when I feel myself becoming anxious in certain situations, regardless if it's for uh, a job interview, for a presentation, and and meeting new people, um, in whatever area, if you're a student, if that's you, um, taking an exam. I suffered from uh, test-taking anxiety, test anxiety. Um, And the way that I deal with that is I would have to over-prepare myself, like study so hard to the point where I'm literally dreaming about whatever subject that I have studied or what if I have to present something that it becomes innately like embedded and ingrained in me where that will I feel totally prepared and those negative feelings would erase. That is how I had to handle certain anxiety um, in dealing with, that is how I had to handle anxiety when dealing with certain situations, if it's test taking or performance based. Um, That's not to say that that will work for you. You have to figure out if you are a person that suffers from test anxiety or presentation anxiety, find a way that 
find a strategy that will work for you. Okay, so I want to actually share with you um, a few practical things and how to apply and enhance your mental health. These are some things that I have done and they have worked for me um, in order to keep me in a positive mind state, regardless if something is going on in my life or not, regardless if I'm feeling um, anxious about any anything or have fears about something, just to keep me at a constant place of peace and in a good mindset. You always want to keep yourself in a positive mindset, in a place of peace. You know, some people are anxious all the time. And that's not necessarily healthy for you. And if you are one of those people, I will encourage you to maybe try a few of these things that I've done or come up with a strategy and practice in figuring out how to decrease your level of stress, how to decrease your level of anxiety and get you to a place of peace and relaxation. And Honestly, a lot of it starts with our thoughts. A lot of our stress and anxiety starts with our thoughts. So a few practical things that I do in order to keep me in a good mental health, um, in, in a good mind state, and just a good physical state, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, that is what's important. You being a whole person when it comes to you being wholly at peace in your mind, in your spirit, in your emotions, and in your physical body. You being healthy in every aspect of your identity and in your existence. So for me, I um, practice yoga. I have a regimen. I actually um, practice, practice yin yoga, which is like deep stretches, deep stretches. Um, and there the positions are literally held for like five minutes. And that helps me to relax. Like it just a lot of times you're holding stress in your body, in your in your physical body, you know, in your muscles and those deep stretch exercises for me, my yoga regimen, it does it every time. Every every time I go to yoga, I sleep like a baby. Like it's literally like I feel like so good, just like jello. I'm just so free flowing and just I love it. That's what works for me. I also like to run. I love cardio. I love to run long distance. If I'm stressed about something, if I haven't been able to practice my yoga or if I haven't gone out to exercise in a long time or if I just had a really stressful day, or a really stressful week and I have not gotten to my exercise regimen the way that I need to, I get up early Saturday morning and I'll go run four miles straight, nonstop. And I feel so at ease. So that's what works for me. I also just signed up for a swim, this swim class. So I'm incorporating swim, yoga, and cardio weekly into my life in order for me to just stay at peace. And it's not to say like, oh, I'm doing all that just because I'm stressed. No, I actually do it because these are things that I, I enjoy doing. And your girl can't tread water, okay? 
Your girl can't tread water. So I definitely joined that swim class to help develop and learn something new. That's another thing that you can do in order to keep to keep yourself in a good mental mental place. Don't allow your whatever you can't do. Don't feel like, oh, I don't know how to swim or I don't know how to do X. I don't know how to do Y. I don't know how to do Z. And a lot of times people focus on what they can't do and that can become worrisome and stressful because you feel like you're limited to certain things. Me, I can breaststroke. I can swim on, I can swim underwater. I can do swim, uh, different types of style of swim, but I never mastered treading water. I know that can sound very bizarre and crazy. So I signed up for a swim lesson. I signed up for swim classes because it's like, you girl, I want, sometimes I just want to jump off a boat into the ocean and then be able to tread water. I want to be able to jump into the deep end without it being like I'm doing laps back and forth in the pool or in the water. I want to just be able to just float. You know, that's something that I'm doing to develop myself. You can figure out something you to do to develop your own self. Learn a hobby. Learn something new. Learn something new. Always expose yourself to different things. Always place yourself in a position of constant growth. So you won't feel restricted and boxed in and limited. That's either if you're reading a new book, travel to different places, learn how to paint, learn how to skate, learn how to dance, learn how to do whatever, learn how to code. I mean, you can learn so many different things. Take singing lessons, learn how to play an instrument, whatever it is. And you can do all of this stuff for free. Like you can go on YouTube and find anything. Seriously, there are apps for everything. Also, um, I love being in nature. I will go for a hike. I love being, I can just go sit at a park, take my shoes off. I like to feel the earth beneath my feet, feet in the grass, have a picnic, go outside, get out of the house, get out of the house or whatever environment that is stressing you. If you're at work and your day has just been crappy on your lunch break, go out, go for a walk, get some fresh air, feel the sun on your skin. If you're stressed in your home life, go outside. Go to the gym before going home. Get out, get some fresh air. Another thing I do is I like to listen to uplifting music. I literally listen to all types of music. And I will say, for me, I can, if you have to be like in an environment that you may not be comfortable in, put those headphones on and zone yourself out mentally. Listen to uplifting music if you can do that. They have AirPods. When I was working in the office setting, I would have one AirPod in my ear and I'm zoned out listening to my jazz or I'm listening to a sermon on YouTube or I'm listening to gospel music or I'm listening to Afro beats or I'm listening to something that's happy and upbeat, techno, um, diplo, whatever. Whatever works for you, that's just something that I do. Also, we'll go back to praying and getting in the word. Taking that time to Google, Siri, hey, give me scriptures on peace. Give me scriptures on not being stressed. Give me scriptures on freedom from fear, freedom from anxiety. Give me scriptures on love. If you're going through something financially and you're worried about your finances, the Bible has scriptures on that. Give me scriptures on money. 
on that freedom. If you don't know what's going on, God, give me wisdom. You know, you're praying. Give me wisdom. Give me guidance. And we mentioned that in the last episode. Check out the last episode. If you're stressed about your future, your purpose, worrying about what to do next in your life, check out our last episode on the chat podcast. It's entitled, What Next? Go back and listen to that episode. Also, be mindful of what you are exposing yourself to. I'm very mindful about what I expose myself to. I don't watch horror movies because I'm not trying to be out here afraid of nothing, afraid of the dark or thinking somebody about to snatch me. I don't. I'm very particular about what I watch in the news. I don't turn on the TV and just allow the news to regurgitate everything to me that's going on in the world. Because a lot of times they'll put people in a place of fear. Oh, you feel like you're going to get kidnapped or you feel like you're going to get this, that, and the other. No, don't expose yourself to stuff like that. Because you're putting yourself in a place of fear. And I'm not saying not to be aware because you do need to be aware. But if you're constantly meditating on those things. And meditation is a form of like you're exposing yourself to these negative things. If you're watching crazy shows on TV, everybody's negative on your social media timeline. You're listening to this crazy music. Not, no judgment. Your friends always gossiping and being negative every time you talk to them. Maybe that's something that you should take the time to change. Change what you're listening to. Change what TV shows you're watching. Unfollow some people off social media if they're negative and it's always drama and just gossip. Like, I don't follow any, um, what do you call them? Like, um, the shade room or boss up. I don't follow any of that stuff because honestly, I don't care about what's going on in like celebrity lives. It just be a lot of negative drama. I'm too focused on my own life. But hey, if that works for you, then fine. But a lot of times you you have to realize like you're programming your brain. Your brain, you're is inputting this information. What what are you inputting into your brain? The things that you're watching, the things that you're listening to, the people you're talking to, what you're exposing yourself to on social media. That's being inputted into your brain. And you wonder why you're having these crazy thoughts and you feel anxious and you're you're responding with drama and everything is drama around you because that's what you're exposing yourself to. Change that. You choose to change that. You have control of that. Another thing that I do, um, I eat very healthy. I love fruit. I eat fruit for breakfast every morning. I snack on like nuts. A lot of times... um, Sometimes you just need detox, do a full detox. Detox your environment, detox your body, detox your mind. And especially if you're feeling like lethargic and just low energy, a lot of times that has to deal with your diet. And you don't feel good physically, and then you don't feel good mentally, and then you don't feel good emotionally. So try um, to incorporate a more healthy diet. That's for me. I hate feeling heavy and weighted. I don't eat until I get full and I'm trying to go to sleep. That doesn't work for me. It may work for you, but just be mindful, you know, of that.
And lastly, I would say relax. Try to relax. Find Just find whatever strategy that helps you relax. I love taking bubble baths. Oh, at the end of the day, take me a bubble bath and I'm out. And your girl can be in a bubble bath like two hours. Ridiculous. Like I'll give me a book, a glass of wine, or I'm listening to music and I'm just relaxing in the tub, winding down. Take that time for yourself, especially if you're a parent or if you are a caregiver or if you have a very stressful job. Regardless, everyone needs to take time for themselves, for their mental and emotional well-being. Take that time to decompress. And for certain issues that may be hard for you to overcome or challenges that you feel like it's hard for you to discuss or even to self-reflect or talk to other people about whatever the case may be on your own, seek a therapist. I know within the Black community, therapy can seem taboo. I'm not going to say it can't seem. It is taboo in the Black community. Still to this day, a lot of our parents were brought up they don't talk about certain things and they don't talk to you about certain things. And so you don't want to talk about certain things that you've experienced the negative traumas that have happened in your life. But you cannot hold those things in. If you feel like, you know what, my mind is just running rampant. Nicole, I'm trying to not think on these things, but oh, you may need to seek therapy. So at this time, I want to talk more about, a little bit more about um, heavier subjects regarding mental health, such as depression, suicide, um, and mental health illness. So if you or anyone you know, such as a family member, um, is experiencing signs of mental health issues regarding suicide or depression, please, please, please seek help for them. Um, The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 800-273-8255. That is 800-273-8255. And they're open 24-7. And they're trained counselors. And they will help in dealing with issues of suicide. Also, if there are other mental health issues that you may not be aware of, you you know, somebody's experiencing depression, please help um, those individuals or yourselves seek assistance. Wherever you are located, you can go online and uh, find whatever resources that are located in your state or city. And this is something that I hold very near and dear to my heart because within the past two years, I lost two of my male cousins from suicide. And honestly, I feel like if there is anything that anyone can do to save their family members or save yourselves, please do so. Once again, seek out 
help and assistance. And once again, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 800-273-8255. Family members, or if you yourself find yourself being depressed, please find resources within your community to assist you. These are free resources. People are here to help you. Do not allow yourself to be grieved by temporary situations and circumstances. Because situations will not last forever. Whatever it is that you're going through, whatever it is that you're facing, if it's grief, if it's unemployment, if it's whatever it is, just know that this too shall pass. There is light at the end of the tunnel. And seek whatever help and assistance that you can get. There's no shame in asking for help. Let's end this stigma of it being taboo to seek out mental health resources within the Black community. Because a lot of times within our communities, what I have experienced and seen firsthand is people like to self-medicate. In the forms of alcoholism and drugs, including marijuana. And I also want to give this disclaimer because I know a lot of times people are like, oh, marijuana doesn't hurt anybody. Hmm. Yes and no. But there are marijuana-induced psychosis. This is a fact. So if you're heavily smoking weed, maybe seek help or stop. Marijuana-induced psychosis is real. There is marijuana there there is marijuana-induced schizophrenia. Cannabis-induced bipolar disorder. Because when you're using these drugs, they alter your state of mind. They may feel good in the moment, but in order to protect yourself, there are more healthy means for you to go about dealing with whatever is troubling you, whatever is stressing you. I don't do drugs. I don't like not feeling in control of myself, my mind, none of that. Even when it comes to drinking alcohol, I'm not an excess drinker. And this is not to compare myself to anybody or shame, but I, I, if anybody, everybody goes through things and we all have to find healthy outlets in order to deal with whatever troubles that are stressing us. So be mindful of that. We that weed ain't never hurt nobody is a lie. And if you don't believe me, Google it. 
Google marijuana-induced psychosis. And the real trip is, if you get diagnosed with marijuana-induced schizophrenia or marijuana-induced bipolar, you will not be able to get disability. You're just going to be out here. For real. So let's not do anything to harm ourselves. That that includes using substances. Don't use any substances in excess where you're in bondage to them, where you enslaved to them, where you have to have a drink because you're stressed. You have to smoke some weed because you're stressed. You have to do whatever drug because you're stressed or you're in pain. That even includes addiction to prescription drugs. I want to encourage all of my listeners to live a healthy life. Know that you're loved, know that you're cared for, and know that there are resources in other ways, positive ways, healthy ways for you to deal with your stress, anxieties, fear, grief, and troubles. I love y'all. Thank you guys for tuning in to the chat on Christ and Counterculture Podcast. Follow me at the underscore Nicole underscore Marie on Instagram. Also follow us on Christ and Counter Culture on Instagram, Facebook. Have a good one, y'all. Till next time.